Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. Glad you're joining me. Bunch of you I know watch on Facebook. You might be watching live right now. You might watch it in the future. And uh, I know a lot of you have uh, downloaded the podcast and you're getting the Here's the Deal podcast. It doesn't matter to me how you're watching right now or listening. I'm just glad you're with us. For those of you that are new to the program, and we have new people that tune in each week, my name is uh, Rick Countryman. I'm a pastor at Big Valley Grace Community Church in Modesto, California. I've been there almost 40 years now. I was the youth pastor there for, uh, I don't know, 20 years. Some of those years I was not paid, but about 20 years. Then I was the men's pastor at our church. I started our Saturday night gathering for 15 years or so. I was the senior pastor of the church. And then this past year I handed the baton off to um, a great young pastor of our church, Joel Boone, who's now the senior pastor. So I tell you all that just to give you a little background of who I am and the experience that I have. Here's the deal was really created by you. I had a lot of people saying, hey, could you just talk about some theological things, some theological issues? Could you talk about some of the things that are happening in our culture each week? And I said, sure. So I started this program. And um, like I said, I'm just glad that you're joining us. I like to hear from you. And so if you send me an email or a text or I see you in town or whatever, um, Tell me what you want me to talk about, and sometimes I can get to them, sometimes I, I can't. Today, I want to take just a, a few minutes, and uh, I want to talk about what I call downshifting, okay? Downshifting. Now, to those of you that are younger that are listening, and I got a lot of young kids that watch this program, a lot of homeschoolers watching this program, it's part of their curriculum. And those are, are going to end up being probably some of the smartest kids ever. But um, you don't even know what that term means, downshifting. Now, those of us that are older, we get it. We know what downshifting is. And um, so if you're getting your car and you were driving, uh, most cars today are what we call automatics. You just step on the gas and you go, and the faster you go, it shifts into second gear, it shifts into third gear, it shifts into fourth gear, and you don't have to do anything. It just It's an automatic shift, right? When you start to slow down, you come into a stop sign, all you do is take your foot off the gas, start to hit the brake, and it automatically downshifts into third, second, and first. Well, when I was a kid, my first car was a, was a stick shift, which meant instead of just having the brake and the gas, there was this other you know pedal down there, it was the clutch. And you had to press in the clutch and you would shift into second, and then you would drive, and the faster you got, you'd have to let off the gas, and plus press in the clutch, and then shift into third, shift into fourth. In other words, you had to do it manually. And when you came to a stop sign, you had to downshift. 
And so a stop sign would be coming and maybe you were in third gear, you take your foot off the gas, just kind of start to hit the brake a little bit. You press in the clutch and you shift it into second. And when you let the clutch out, woo, boy, the car would kind of lurch forward and it'd slow you down some more. And then you'd downshift into first, let off the clutch and woo, you'd downshift, you know, the momentum would put you forward and it would slow you down. And finally, you know, you, uh, you'd stop. But downshifting meant you were slowing down. And that's why I, that's what I've entitled my little podcast today is downshifting. And the thought there is, is how do we slow down or what do we do when we slow down? I think we're living in a time and in a culture where, man, we're just going crazy, especially if you're a guy out there. It seems like our lives are just bombarded with all kinds of things. Uh, just, you know, you got your work and you got your family and you got schooling and you got all this stuff and it's crazy all the things that we're doing. And I want to share with you a thought on how you can downshift, okay? How you can slow down a little bit and maybe... Um, while you're slowing down, or maybe even when you stop, you'll be able to connect with our, our Lord maybe a little deeper. You know, one of the things that you see when you're watching a NASCAR race on TV, you know, you got these cars doing over 100 miles an hour, and they're going around and around and around and around and around, and every now and then, those cars are slowing down, slowing down and they go into the pit stop and they actually come to a complete stop. And it seems counterintuitive. I mean, it's you should be out on the course. You should be going around in circles because, you know, the faster you can get to 250 laps or 500 laps or whatever it is, you're going to win the race. But here are all these cars that are literally coming to a stop. And those stops are important because it's when the car is stopped that they can refuel the car. When the car is stopped, it's when they can take the tires off that are starting to get bald maybe and they can put new fresh tires on. It's during that stop that a lot of really great things happen so that they can get back out there and go to win the race. And I think that that's true in our Christian life is that there, are come, there comes these moments when we need to stop, literally stop, downshift, stop, and come to a complete stop. So that the Lord can fill our tanks again, or change our tires, if you will, or move the flaps around a little bit, or whatever needs to happen in our lives so we can get back out there in the world uh, to be and do all that God wants us to be and do. But it seems, as I said, uh, in our culture, wow, there's just a lot of guys, especially, that are having a hard time downshifting. They're having a hard time coming to a stop or slowing down. And so I want to give you a few thoughts here, okay? I'm going to give you just, just a couple, okay? And the first thought I want to give you is yesterday's highlights, okay? This is about downshifting. Yesterday's highlights. The Bible says in Psalm 77, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. 
And here we have the psalmist basically saying, hey, look, I want to make sure that I remember what happened yesterday. I, I, I want to remember all the great things that God did. And we remember those things when we get into the Word. I want to remember, the psalmist says, your miracles. And obviously for us, the miracles are recorded for us in, in Scripture. There's this idea of remembering yesterday, yesterday's highlights. And one of the things that I want to challenge you to do, especially if you're a guy, is I want you to remember yesterday's highlights. Literally yesterday's highlights. You ought to have a moment every day, maybe when you wake up, maybe it's when you go to bed, maybe it's on your way to work. I don't know when it is, but you think back to some of the neat things that God did in your personal life yesterday. He, he maybe did it in, in your family's life, in your spouse's life, in your children's life. Maybe it was your own personal life. Maybe God did something cool at work. Maybe you just had a fun day out on the golf course. But I want you to spend time remembering yesterday, right? I call that yesterday's highlights. And every guy, every Christian needs to do that. We need to spend time remembering the things that happened long ago that are found in the scriptures. We need to do that. God encourages us to do that. But we also need to stop and remember yesterday's highlights just in our own lives. Because there's something really encouraging, really life-giving when you remember what God did. This past week, my wife and I got to get away. We flew to Colorado and we visited uh, our middle daughter and her husband. And I was thinking about that today. I was remembering our trip. It was yesterday's highlights. And it brought joy. In fact, I'm smiling right now thinking about it. And I want to challenge all of you. That's the first part of downshifting, if you will. Number two is what I call clearing my conscience. Clearing my conscience. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 28, He who conceals his sin does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces their sin, those people find mercy. And let me tell you something. Man, it is really important to keep your conscience clear. And we're all going to blow it. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do sinful things. We're going to say sinful things. We're going to find ourselves in a sinful situation or whatever it might be. It's going to happen to every single one of us. Nobody's immune from it. Even the person that you think about who's the holiest, most godliest person you know, I want you to know they, they blow it at times. And we need to keep our consciences clear. You have to do that. That's a part of downshifting. When you downshift, when you come to a, a stop, yes, you want to remember yesterday, but you also want to go, God, is there anything in my life? Is there sin in my life that I need to repent of? That I need forgiveness for? Because if you don't do that, man, it's just going to goof up your, your conscience. Okay. No, number three, saying thanks. So as you're downshifting, Man, you're remembering yesterday, right? The highlights of yesterday. You're clearing your conscience. You're making sure that everything's clean between you and God and you and your fellow you know, brothers and sisters. But then there's this idea of just saying thanks. Psalms 111 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart 
and the company of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Same things. Part of slowing down, stopping, coming in for pit stop, downshifting, is you spend time being thankful. Being thankful. Man, and we as believers have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? I mean, I'm just thinking about my own life. I'm thankful for my spouse. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my grandkids. I'm thankful for my church family. I'm thankful for the friends that I have. I'm thankful for the gifts and talents and abilities that God's given me. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. I'm thankful that I got a car to drive around. I'm thankful that I got a whole bunch of food sitting in my refrigerator. I'm thankful for the Word of God that I can even know Him. I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful for the cross. I'm thankful to have a few bucks in my pocket. I'm thankful that I could have glasses so I could see better. I'm thankful that I could go to a dentist and make sure my teeth are clean. I'm thankful that I got health insurance to make sure that I'm healthy and all that. I'm thankful for the clothes I have on my back. Man, there's so many things for us to be thankful for. And I'm telling you, it's a part of downshifting. Yes, we need to remember yesterday, and we need to you know, clear our conscience, but we also need to spend time just thanking God. Let me tell you something. Something happens in here, inside your gut, when you're thankful. And you can't do that when you're busy, 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 going, going, going all the time. You just can't pull it off. You've got to downshift so you can spend time being thankful. Uh, number four, uh, I just said, Lord, I need your help with dot, dot, dot. Lord, I need your help with. First Peter says, cast all your anxiety on, on him, Jesus, because he cares for you. Part of downshifting, part of slowing down is you go, okay, God, here are some things that are going on in my life that I need help with. There, there's stuff happening in my own personal life. I need your help. There's stuff happening in my marriage. I need your help. There's stuff happening with my kids. I need your help. There's stuff happening at my, at my business. There's stuff happening with my career. There's stuff going on in my, my, my friendships. God, I, I need your help with this. God, there's something going on that I, I'm confused about. And I don't know what to do or I don't know what to say. I don't know what the right answer is. God, I need your help. I need your wisdom. And that's a part of downshifting, and we all have to do that. And so, yes, we we got to remember all the great things that happened, you know, yesterday. You know, yesterday's highlights. We got to clear our conscience. We got to spend time saying thanks or being thankful people. But then we've got to say, God, here are here's what's happening in my life right now. Here's what's happening in my life this week, or whatever it might be. Whatever those weighty things are. For some, it might be a health thing, right? They, they found a lump where there's not supposed to be a lump. And man, you just, God, I need your help with my anxiety. I'm nervous for my loved one. I'm nervous, scared for whatever it might be. And so you got you to gotta have this, Lord, I need your help with, and then you fill in the blank. And you may have a lot of things that you fill in the blank with, but you got to fill in the blank, right? And then last but not least, when you're downshifting, is, Lord, do you have anything you want to say to me? Okay? So, so it begins by remembering the great things that happened yesterday. You remember the, you know, the highlights of yesterday. And then you got to make sure that you clear your conscience. You spend time being thankful. 
You tell God, here's, here's the things that are going on in my life that I need your help with. And then last, but certainly not least, it's, God, what do you have to say to me? Jesus said this in John chapter 10. He said, my sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. And God is still speaking to his people. He wants to speak to you. And one of the reasons why sometimes we as God's children don't hear his voice very well is because we're just so busy going around the track, round and round and round and round, and we don't take time to downshift. We don't take time to slow down. Because it's when we slow down that we can hear what God has to say to us. And the primary way <coughs> that God speaks to us today is through his word. Just read his word. Enjoying reading it, studying it, memorizing it, meditating on it. All with the heart and the attitude of, of actually wanting to do it. And so God wants to speak to us. Yes, He can speak to us through the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, God can do that. There have been many times in my life where, you know what, I've heard God nudging me, in a certain direction, calling me in a certain direction, if you will. But the primary way that God talks to us today is through His Word. Yes, God can use other people in our lives. I, I, I have had the Lord speak to me when I've listened to a message preached by the preacher. I knew God was speaking to me through that individual. I've had godly men and women in my life who have come and shared with me things, and I knew that was the Lord speaking to me. But again, the primary way God speaks to us today is through His Word. And so obviously, downshifting has to be, God, I'm in Your Word. Speak to me. What do You have to say for me? What's going on in my life? Are there things that just don't look good? You know, things that I just need to work on? And so... This was for everybody today, but hopefully you might share this with a, a significant man in your life. It could be your husband, it could be your boyfriend, it could be your fiancé, it might be your son or your grandson. Why don't you share this with a, with a man that you know, a guy that you know, and, and maybe today's podcast would really be a blessing on downshifting. Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Blessings, everybody.